Welcome to iHope. We're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the Bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life. We are so glad you joined us here today, and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. Hey friends, this is Pastor Dennis Schaefer, and I am so excited that you have been a part of our I Hope podcast this month as we've looked at the book of Jeremiah. I have really, really enjoyed it, and it's been fun for me to be able to look at this book and to share some of the ideas and concepts that Jeremiah helps us with in understanding hope. And I hope that you have found some real hope in your life as we've gone through and understood a little bit more about what hope is and how we can have hope even in disconcerting and difficult times in our own lives as well. And by the way, today I am not here by myself. I've got Charles Schaefer. We call him Charlie. Hey there, everybody. Oldest son, and glad to have him with us here today. And uh, Charlie, as we think about what uh, God is doing here in the book of Jeremiah, I'm excited because I know next time you're going to be focused on the book of Lamentations. And so Lamentations is that next book. Uh, Jeremiah wrote the book of Jeremiah, and then he wrote the book of Lamentations, and such a powerful thing. And so we think about these two books and understanding how Jeremiah and Lamentations go together. Probably what you're going to find in some of our own discussions and discussions with other people who've been listening to our podcast, they've shared a few things in the sense that they'd like a little bit more information and some more material a little bit Mm -hmm. along the way. So uh, you're going to find Charlie Will, and then in the future, we'll probably give you, we're going to try to give you a little bit more information, not to give you like hour-long sermons or Bible studies studies or those kind of things, but maybe a little bit more to help you understand some of the context of what we've been going through. Um, yeah. Well, the benefit of that is like we are, it's it's our job to understand how the whole Bible fits together. And because we are learning all the time, just as you are, um, our job is really to compile all of the best resources and to deliver to them or to deliver them to you in one package that we call a sermon or in this case, a podcast or a lesson. And so when we can give more of that background, that's going to shortcut your learning experience as a listener, and that's going to help, first off, us be more prepared and to learn more, and I think that's a good thing for us as pastors, just to grow more. But then, too, the listeners get to be benefited by now someone else's work compiling all of the best resources in a setting that really speaks to our circumstances, our contexts, because we live kind of in the same area and in the same lifestyles for the most part as most of our listeners do. So I think that's an added benefit for you. And on top of that, that helps, like I said, us just to learn. Mm-hmm. We've, well, I've enjoyed learning, and I hope that you've been enjoying uh, each of you. You've been listening uh, sure. to these podcasts as well. And I know Charlie, he's been excited. We're going to come back to him in just a, a few moments because uh, I was excited to be able to go through Jeremiah and then to realize uh, in some of our further discussions that Charlie was going to be picking up on the book of Lamentations uh, <laughs> because Jeremiah Lamentations go together. Uh, the first part, Jeremiah is prophesying all this, stiff, st- this stuff um, just like we go back to the book of Proverbs, and one of the ways that we ended the book of Proverbs is um, Brother Ben Blackburn finished it up. One of those last verses about hope was about chastisement. And then we saw how God helps us to find hope in the midst of the yeah. difficulties and challenges we have. And so, Jeremiah, it's a book about basically God going to chastise his people. And so, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, is that 
we go through the chastising hand of God occasionally in our lives when we make decisions that go against his word and his will. And so the people of Judah were going to do that. That is what the whole story of Jeremiah is. We talked about how Jeremiah is really a doom and gloom preacher. And so sometimes we don't really want to study the book of Jeremiah. And then, Charlie, when I first heard that you were going to have to go through Lamentations, I was like, <laughs> man, I'm glad I don't have to uh, study Lamentations because, like, who wants to study a book about Lamentations? <laughs> he for real gave me his <laughs> condolences. He was like, I'm sorry that you have to study that book. But yeah. it's become one of my favorite books, which I'll share about that in a little bit. But Yeah, I was excited about that. So I wanted to share just a moment with you because we, here we are rounding out the book of Jeremiah. We've gone through several verses and passages and kind of walked through it just really, really quickly, obviously, this month. But in Jeremiah 50, in verse number 7, and it says, All that found them have devoured them. And their adversaries said, We offend not, because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. Now, you may be kind of wondering, what in the world is going on? Well, the cool thing to remember is this, is that God loves his people. And when you get over to Jeremiah 50, what has happened is, all leading up through this, except for a few passages along the way, God is reminding the people of Judah that they're going to be destroyed. The Babylonians are going to come. They're going to besiege the city of Jerusalem, and eventually they're going to attack. It's going to be destroyed. And then the people of Judah are going to be taken captive and taken to the land of Babylon. Well, that's going to happen. But before that ever happens, in Jeremiah 50, God has a prophecy, and he prophesies to the Babylonians not to the people of Judah. Now, he's telling Jeremiah this, um, but this is a prophecy through Jeremiah to the Babylonians that God is going to do something against them. Why? The Babylonians, we know, were not a righteous people. Uh, they were, uh, I say godless, they weren't godless because they were full of idolatry, but they weren't worshiping the true God. And they were going to destroy God's place on the earth, Jerusalem, they're going to destroy the temple. And God was certainly not going to be excited about that, but he was going to use the Babylonians to bring about the chastisement that the uh, Jewish people needed to be able to bring them back to him. So I want to remind you about this. When we think about having hope in God, whatever you may be facing right now, the fact is, is that God defends those who are his own. And even though the people of Judah were going to be taken captive, they were going to be chastised because they turned their hope away from God. And elsewhere in scripture, it reminds us that they hewed out their own cisterns and they tried to trust in themselves. They worshiped gods. Earlier, we looked at one of those verses and it reminds us in Jeremiah 3.23, truly in vain is salvation hoped for from the hills and from the multitude of the mountains. What were the Israelites doing? Yes, they had temple worship going on, but by and large, they also had groves out in the hills, and they were worshiping false gods out there. And so God was going to destroy the temple. God was going to destroy Judah, and he was taking them captive. But here's the prophecy in Jeremiah 50 and verse 7, and we can see here what it reminds us how the Babylonians were going to be destroyed. In the end of the verse, it says, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. In the midst of the destruction, in the midst of what was going to happen to Judah, and then the Babylonians were going to eventually also be destroyed later on, what was God trying to say through Jeremiah? That they still have hope. 
And whatever's going on in your life today, let me remind you that you have hope. Every day we have hope. <laughs> Earlier today, as we've recorded here, it was raining, and I don't really like gloomy days. Um, but I am thankful that as I'm recording at this moment, the sunshine is actually shining. So whenever you're watching this, or sorry, not watching, I guess listening to it, um, it may be shining, it may not be shining. But the fact is, in the ups and downs, the uh, cloud cover, the sunshine, the rainy days or not, understand that there is always hope in the Lord. And sometimes things get bad. We know that sin makes things bad. Uh, other people's decisions in life, guess what? Somebody makes a wrong turn or uh, somebody makes a bad decision, it affect, affects you in life as well. And by the way, sometimes we make bad decisions, don't we? And we can always continue to trust in God. So don't give up on your hope. Uh, God promises that things are going to get better as we trust in Him. So don't keep on going your own way. But learn from the decisions that you've made and that other people have made and understand that God is a surety for your hope in life. God has a plan. In fact, Charlie and I were talking about this because one of the the foundational passages for the the book of Lamentations uh, and the ongoing prophecies that are going to be shown in the further parts of the Old Testament remind us about a promise that God had made earlier in Proverbs, sorry, not Proverbs, Jeremiah 29. And uh, he says over there, for thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you in causing you to return to this place. So Charlie, we were talking about this a little bit ago, and it's just a promise. And Daniel was going to pick up on this, uh, the later prophet, as he wrote the book of Daniel. And it reminds us that the people of Judah were going to be in captivity, and then they were going to come back to the land of promise after how long? Seven years. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So 70 years, and Daniel remembers that, and there is a promise. It's a sure time, and then just after that, uh, in those verses, it says in verse number 11, and you probably have heard these verses before if you're listening, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. We look at that verse, it just reminds us, okay, so Jeremiah is about coming destruction, and if you were to turn the page from where we were looking at in Jeremiah 50, chapter number 51 is all about the besieging of Jerusalem by the Babylonians. The Babylonians come in, and the book of Jeremiah ends how? In captivity. In the captivity. It's yeah, over. the Babylonians come in, and they destroy Jerusalem, and then there's this transition, and then what happens in the book of Lamentations? Now they're in captivity, so like destruction's coming, but now destruction has come. Mm-hmm. So you can see that shift. So Jeremiah is really one of, as, as far as a prophet, one of the only uh, eyewitnesses that we have to the prophecy, the beforehand, the besieging of Jerusalem, where the Babylonians are, are around. And then he is the one who is there to see what happens in Jerusalem after that transition happens as well. So it's really, really a powerful book to be able to see this whole transition carry itself out. And the foundation of it is, hey, bad stuff happens for a lot of different reasons, but there's still hope that is available as well. And so it's just really, really powerful passage. And what I encourage you is we've been looking through Jeremiah and then soon looking at the book of Lamentations with Charlie. I may encourage you to find hope. Again, whatever you may be facing right now, there is hope. Uh, Sometimes we get discouraged, and you may be up today, or you may be down. I'm not sure, Uh, but you can find hope in that. So just one question for you, Charlie, as we think about lamentations coming up after the book of Jeremiah, kind of thinking about it, was there any surprises that you think you found in in some of your studies? 
Yeah, so I think um, in Lamentations, he focuses on the bad at the beginning of every chapter. And there's five chapters in Lamentations. There's only one chapter in that that he does not circle back to say that it is good. Now, chapters 1, 3, and 4 start with bad and end with good and with a prayer to God, um, you know, either bring judgment on Babylon or restore your people or fix our mistakes or bring us back to you or some way that he's praising God, praying towards God um, in a positive light. Chapter uh, 2, I mentioned, does not have any positive. It is all destruction, but he makes up for it in chapter 5, being all praise and all glory and honor towards God. And we're going to dive into this, of course, over the next few weeks, and we're going to dissect this book and really talk about what he's saying and some of the imagery there. But all of this negativity leads to the obvious antithesis of bad. So like, if there's something good, then inherently there must be bad. But if there's something bad, inherently there must be something good. And so all of the good actually finds value. All of the hope that we have finds value because there is hopelessness. Like if we didn't need hope, uh, Jesus said he didn't come to to fix people who didn't need him. Uh, like someone who is healthy does not need a doctor to to heal them. Um, you don't need medicine if you don't have cancer. The same thing, we don't need hope if there's never a time where there is hopelessness. And so Lamentations and Jeremiah both, I think it says destruction's coming. Oh wait, destruction's now come. And he paints this glorious and beautiful picture, as we'll investigate, of what destruction looks like in our lives. But it's not the destruction that is ever the emphasis of Lamentations. I know lament would lend itself towards that. That's just an English word that we've ascribed to this book. The word Lamentations is a negative word, but the focus of the book is not negative. It is all on God and on His restore, His His restorative plan and His plan for fixing all that Israel broke, all that the Judeans broke. It's not because God is bad. It's because we have fallen short of the glory of God. But we know that even though the wages of that sin is death, the gift of God is still um, life, and it is still a plan that fixes us. It's really, really cool. I think that reminds me a little bit, too. Of course, Jeremiah wrote both books, and we were talking about this before we recorded, but as you were talking, it reminded me about Jeremiah 31 and verse yeah. 31. And we think about there's the Old Testament and the New Testament, and you talked about that restorative plan. Ever since the Garden of Eden, where Adam and Eve sinned, God has had a plan in place. And in fact, before the foundation of the world, God had a plan uh, to crucify Jesus Christ and to save us uh, from our sins uh, that way. And the Word of God through Jeremiah, he specifically promises that in the future, there was going to be that picture coming about. He says in Jeremiah 31, in verse number 31, Behold, the day uh, days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel mm -hmm. and with the house of Judah. And it's just an exciting thing uh, to be able to look at that. We looked a little bit at Proverbs 31, or sorry, Jeremiah 31 earlier, and understanding how it is that God had some great things in store for the people of Judah. But there's also this fulfillment, this new covenant, uh, like you talked about, how in the midst of the bad, if, the, if we didn't have bad, we wouldn't know that God can make things better. Yeah. And so these problems that the people of Judah are having are a reminder. And by the way, the problems we have in life, 
don't we look at those and say, oh, when's this ever going to get better? Well, it's a constant reminder that, yeah, bad stuff is bad stuff, but things are going to get better, and there's a promise that we know of, and that's through our relationship with God himself. And so, hey, if you're listening and you don't have that relationship with Christ, I want to encourage you to come to know him and to realize that you know we haven't seen that prophecy in these scriptures that we've looked at right now uh, come about. We will in a couple of months as we get through a little bit farther in the uh, our study of the word hope throughout the word of God. But all through the Word of God, we can see this idea of hope time and time and time again. And we can see how it is that God's seeking to restore us and to make things right. Not things make things bad. The reason why things are bad is because of our sin. Uh, Mankind chose to have this destruction and disaster in the world. But it's really God who's making it better. And so we can trust Him Mm -hmm. and follow Him for it. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited for you, Charlie. Uh, when it comes to this next month, focusing on the Book of Lamentations, and uh, I hope you have a great time, and I know that you will. I'm excited to listen to it and uh, to see what it is that God lays on your heart to share with everybody. Um, I want to thank each and every one of you who are listening. I want to encourage you to to share our I Hope podcast with other people. I hope it's a blessing to you, and I know it'll be a blessing to other people as well as we look into the Word of God. So, Charlie, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, no problem. And uh, looking forward to what God has for you this next month. And for those of you who are listening, uh, God bless you. I hope you have a great rest of this week, uh, considering and looking at understanding that God has hope for you in your life as well. Well, we'll close out the book of Jeremiah, and I hope you enjoy studying the book of Lamentations this next month with Charlie, and um, enjoy it, have fun, and I hope to be able to have you all back here this next time. You're trying Uh, so hard. I know, I'm trying too hard. But (laughs) anyway, God bless you all. Have a great day. And uh, we'll we'll see you all very, very soon. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless.